Welcome to Rooted 2-7. Joseph Stanley here with Rooted 2-7, a podcast ministry of Red House Baptist Church. And uh, we have Shama Loradon behind the camera, and he handles our video and audio uh, things uh, for the podcast. And uh, we're glad you're listening today. Uh, I want to kind of focus this today on uh, evangelism. And, and part of us becoming rooted in Christ and us growing in, in the Lord is following the Great Commission. It's following Christ's command to go into all the world. It's following the, the commission that we're supposed to share the gospel with others, to tell others about Jesus, and for us to be prepared and willing to do that for when the opportunity arises. So uh, today we're looking at a story in the book of Acts uh, of a particular uh, man uh, who was a Christian who was willing to follow the Lord, uh, who was willing to follow uh, what God had commanded, and uh, go and witness to someone. Now witnessing isn't always comfortable. and especially during this season in, in our church, uh, we really want to focus on evangelism, focus on witnessing, fo- focus on sharing uh, the gospel with others around us and in our community, and to look for those opportunities. And while we're already evangelistic in various other ways, uh, I think the focus for our church right now is uh, for personal evangelism to be a part of our life, where we're willing to go out into our community and share the gospel. Uh, and it, so it don't just remain inside these four walls of our building, but we're willing to go out and follow Christ's command uh, to share the gospel and to be uh, a Great Commission-focused uh, people. And we think about the word uh, evangelism. We think about uh, sharing the good news, we say. Well, the, the, the Greek word for evangelism literally means good news or to an- announce good news. So when we say uh, we're working in evangel- evangelism, someone is an evangelist, we're literally saying that, and I like this def- definition, that is the proclamation of the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ to bring about reconciliation of sinners with God the Father through the Holy Spirit's regenerating power. So when we say evangelism, we're talking about sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, that, his, that he came here to this earth, that he died upon the cross to pay the penalty for our sins, that he rose again upon the third day, and that through him, sinners can now be reconciled to God through the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit. This is great news. This is wonderful news. And uh, you may think, well, I'm not called to be an evangelist. You know, you think of those preachers who go around preaching revivals. Well, you might not be called to that particular ministry, but all Christians are called to share the good news about Jesus. Now, that might look different for each and every person and might look different for each and every sphere. Uh, for you, you can might be able to share Jesus in your workplace, with your family, at school, in your community. Wherever God places you, uh, we are to be salt and light. And that's something for all Christians. It's not just for the preacher or the Sunday school teachers or select few, but it's something that everyone uh, can be a part of as we share the good news of Jesus Christ. And as I said, I want to read a story uh, or talk about a particular story in the book of Acts 
uh, chapter number eight of a man named Philip. Now, Philip uh, was a servant or a deacon uh, there in the church at Jerusalem, and he was also a preacher uh, who went around sharing the gospel. And uh, we learn many lessons from him because in verse 26 of uh, Acts chapter 8, it says, And an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip. So angel of God comes to Philip and says, Get up and go south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So the, the Lord came to Philip and gave him a command. He said, Get up and go to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. Now, God didn't give him a big explanation why, but he just told him what to do. And Philip's response is amazing. It just simply says he got up and went. He didn't question God. He didn't doubt God. He didn't say, God, why do you want me to go uh, down there? I don't feel like traveling right now. I'm, I'm busy, God. I don't have time to do that. I don't want to do that. Instead, he, he had a willingness to go and do as God had told him. Uh, to do. He had a willingness because it says he got up and he went. Now, in our own personal life, sometimes we, we think about things that God tells us to do. We think about sharing the gospel. We think about the Great Commission. We think about the commands of God. And they're very clear as we read the scripture what God expects of us as Christians. But how often do we feel led to do something we feel the Spirit of God tugging us to go somewhere to do something, or we just read a scripture, but we doubt it, and we deny it, and we reject what God tells us to do. Instead, we could have a, a, a personality, a attitude like Philip, and have a willingness uh, to go, a willingness to follow God's call, no matter what it may be and no matter where it might take us. Uh, and we can compare uh, Philip with Jonah. Many of you uh, might remember the story of Jonah, and, and I've heard some people say Jonah uh, was the bipolar prophet, Jonah was the crazy prophet, because Jonah experienced many different uh, emotions throughout his uh, life. And as we read through the book of uh, Jonah, you see that, because God come to him and says, uh, go to Nineveh, and immediately Jonah went and did the opposite. He did not want to go to Nineveh. He had a reason why, but it wasn't a valid reason God was willing to listen to. So we can be like Jonah, we can disobey God. We know the story of Jonah, if you've read it, eventually he does follow God, and he does uh, go to Nineveh and do as the Lord commanded, but originally he did not. Instead, he argued with God and ended up being swallowed by a great fish, staying there three days and three nights. So he, he suffered consequences for his disobedience, for not being willing to follow God's mission. However, Philip didn't argue with God. He didn't do the opposite. Instead, he just was willing to go. He didn't make up excuses. He didn't come up with the common excuses we usually have. I can't speak properly. Uh, Lord, I don't have the time to go down there. Uh, why? It, what's the need? Uh, sometimes was, that's very common. Why, God? Why do you want me to do this? Why do you want me to do that? Instead, he was willing to go. And it's very good that he did, because when he went, it says in verse um, 27 that he, he see, got up and went, and there was an Ethiopian man, a eunuch, and the high official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of her entire treasure, 
treasury. He had come to worship in Jerusalem. So Philip comes across this man who was an Ethiopian eunuch, who was a high official uh, for Candace, who was queen. And it says that he was sitting in his chariot on his way home, reading the prophet Isaiah aloud. So this Ethiopian man is reading from the book of Isaiah out loud. And it says that the Spirit tells Philip, go and join the chariot. Verse 30 says, when Philip got it, ran up to it, he heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you're reading? So this man's coming down the road. Philip hears him reading. The Spirit of God tells Philip, go to that man. So Philip runs up to the chariot and says, do you understand what you're reading? Philip had a willingness to reach out to this Ethiopian man. He didn't know him. He had no association with him. Yet God led him to reach out to this man. How often do we come across people in our own lives, even people you know, you're acquainted with, but you never take the time to reach out to them? Again, we come up with the common excuses, we're too busy, we don't have time, or simply yet we don't want to. Philip was willing to overcome anything that made him feel awkward or afraid or, or like, what if this man doesn't want to talk to me? What if he doesn't want to hear from me? Instead, he was willing to go up to him and says, do you understand what you're reading? Because he heard him reading from the book of Isaiah. He has a willingness to reach out to others. Think of people, and I, and I need to do this in my own life, and, and maybe I would encourage you to do this as well. Think of people in your life right now who you can reach out to. Think of people who are lost, and I know you, you know, and I myself know, there are many people who are lost around you, who don't know the Lord, who need to hear the good news of the gospel. How many times have you actually shared the gospel with them? How many opportunities have you missed to do so? And how often do you actually reach out to them to try to develop a relationship where they can hear you out and hear a presentation of the gospel, to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. It doesn't happen a whole lot. It doesn't happen a whole lot in any of our lives, but we should have a willingness to reach out to others. Even in your own community, in your own town, you can think uh, of people or, or places that you could reach out and take opportunities to share the gospel, to follow Christ's command to go into all the world just like Philip did. He had a willingness to reach out to this Ethiopian man. And then it says in verse number 31, uh, after Philip asked the man, how can I? Unless someone guides me. So he wanted someone to explain the scriptures to him. And he was reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter number 53, which speaks uh, about Jesus as a sheep that has been slaughtered, who has been slain, and, and talks really distinctively about Christ, although it doesn't name him uh, specifically. And interestingly, uh, it says in verse number 35 that Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus. So he presented Christ to him. He was evangelizing about Jesus, beginning with that scripture. So he started there in Isaiah, and he began to go through other scriptures and began to tell the story of Christ, to tell the story of the Messiah, 
who had come to save us from our sins because we can have a relationship with God. So thirdly, we see that Philip was willing to take time to explain. Earlier I said we can reach out. How often do we actually take time to explain things to people? You're not going to encounter people in your life who don't understand the gospel. They don't understand the Bible. They don't even understand your Christian beliefs. But are we actually going to take time to explain what we believe, why we believe, to give an answer? Not to have an argument, but to give a, a humble and kind answer to those who ask the reason for your faith in Christ, the reason that they should believe in Christ. Take time to explain. Take time uh, to answer people's questions. Never be too busy or out of time that you can't meet someone's needs. Just as explaining and taking time, uh, just as Philip took time to explain the gospel uh, to this man, we can take time to meet people's needs around us as well. That's a form of uh, us showing our Christianity to others, us showing us others that we have that we have a relationship with the Lord, and we want to reach out to others. We want to take time and share the gospel with them. Not only the gospel, but meet their needs. Uh, somebody might have something coming up with their family. They might have an illness. They might have a health problems. How often do you just let someone know you're praying for them and actually pray? How often do we see someone who have a need and actually stop and pray with them or take the time to, to share the gospel, to, to help them? Whatever the need uh, may be, it's something that we need to be considering in our life just as Philip was willing to do. Philip was willing to go and follow the Lord's will. And then Philip was willing to reach out to this man. And then Philip was willing to take time to explain the gospel to him. And uh, I'll be honest with you. It sounds easy, but it's not, uh, it's not always like that. Uh, sometimes you're going to feel awkward. You're going to feel nervous. You're going to think, man, I, I can't explain what the Bible says properly. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to explain it. Well, you, a couple of things we can do. We can prepare ourselves. We can ask the Spirit of God to lead us and guide us uh, for divine encounters where we can share the gospel, that God would guide us what to say when those opportunities uh, arise. And thirdly, we can also share your testimony. Tell others about what Christ has did in you. Tell others about the hope that you now have. Tell others about the time you heard the gospel and the Lord saved you and the Holy Spirit came inside of you. These are all things that we can do and, and means through which we can evangelize and share the gospel. But if we don't take the time to actually do it, if we don't actually go, then we're not going to have any of the opportunities that I'm talking about. And we're not going to be fulfilling and, and, and following uh, the great commission which Christ has given us. And the awesome part of this story of Philip and this man from Ethiopia, who, who we don't, I keep saying the man from Ethiopia because we don't know his name. The uh, Bible didn't give us his name. So this man from Ethiopia uh, ended up getting saved because it says in verse 36, as they were traveling down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, look, there's water. What would keep me from being baptized. 
So he ordered the chariot to stop, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Now this man wasn't uh, saved because he was baptized. However, he must have exhibited faith in Christ and believed what Philip had said and put his faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he wanted to show the world that he was a Christian, and then he was baptized by Philip there in the water. And the amazing part is, so Philip, if Philip wasn't willing to go, would this man ever heard the gospel? If Philip wasn't willing to reach out, would this man heard the gospel? And if Philip wasn't willing to take time to explain, uh, would this man ever have actually believed? Now we know the Spirit of God is present at someone's salvation, but God chooses to use people to carry the good news of the gospel. How will they hear except there be a preacher? And you may think, I'm not a preacher. Well, you don't have to be a preacher to share the gospel. God gives you opportunities, and you need to take them, because you never know what that encounter could actually do for the rest of the world. You see, it's, it's thought by many scholars and theologians that this man, this Ethiopian eunuch, who was a high official of the queen there in Ethiopia, he was the man who carried the gospel to Africa. So he, as the gospel was spread across the world and, and people became Christians, this man is the one who carried it to Africa because he became a Christian and he went on telling others about what Jesus had did in his life. But just think, if Philip wasn't willing, would any of this have happened? Now, God could have still moved, and God could have still got the gospel to this man, I believe, honestly. But Philip had the blessing of being able to be a part of this story. Whose story could you be a part of right now in your own life? Uh, what opportunities do you have to witness to others, to insert the gospel into your conversation, to bring people to the knowledge of Jesus Christ? Uh, it sounds easy. But we need God's help. We need prayer. We need to look to the Bible. And we need to seek God as we seek to witness to others. And then we also then take action and look for opportunities of when we can share the gospel, when we can tell others about the Lord and be active in opportunities. And especially in our church in the, in the near future, there'll be a lot of opportunities to share the gospel and I hope that uh, you will take those opportunities when they're presented, knowing that you can, God can use you as a vessel to make a difference in someone else's life. Uh, so I pray that we would follow Philip's example, to have a willingness to go when God says go, that we would have a willingness to reach out, and then a willingness to take time to explain, and that we wouldn't always come up with excuses. Instead, we would just give God a simple yes. Yes, Lord, I'll follow you. Yes, Lord, I'll witness to that person. Yes, Lord, I'll share the gospel uh, with whoever uh, you would have me to in my life. I do hope uh, that, that uh, you were blessed today in listening to this and that you would take these things seriously and uh, make sharing the gospel a part of your own life. If you do have any questions for us, you can go to our Facebook page at Rooted27 or go to uh, our website to learn more about our church here at redhousebc.com. Uh, be sure to also subscribe to our podcast app on the Apple Podcast. 
and uh, thank you for listening. Thanks again for watching. You can connect with us via our website at redhousebc.com or connect with us on social media by searching for Rooted27. Or you can also subscribe by searching D House Media RHBC on YouTube. Subscribe now.